0: That a uh, day-to-day pop. Huh? Dang, single, de Miles almost here. May 2nd, 2021. Was it? Three months ago? No, is it two months ago? Started this podcast?
1: Two Ooh, months.
0: Two months, barely? Been hey. like three? God dang. Feels like three months to you? The Man With Bands
1: podcast. Was like three years, blood. Yeah, Jr. and Jordan Cristo. Damn, are you signing that shit? What's up? Sounds like you writing a journal. I'll stick with it.
0: Dang, this, this podcast is about to become a journal for everybody out there listening. It's pretty crazy. Crazy to hear that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy.
0: What's up, bro? Did you get a draft grade from any of the major companies, I guess, out there, or what?
1: From the brokers? Yeah, we got a B plus. Really? Yeah, they, they really hated that we took Patrick Satin first. We got, we got NFL.com,
0: Yahoo Sports, and The Ringer. They gave us an A- to an A+. And then ESPN, NBC Sports, Sporting News, and Pro Football Focus gave us a B to a B plus. But the most important one. The man gave them a motherfucking A plus! Let's fucking go! <laughs> Holy shit, man. That was a crazy ass
1: draft, man. Do
0: you like your draft? Call you like us Mr. Them? Still Yo Picks! <laughs> Because we had a franchise record with five trades within a draft weekend. We traded with the Bears, the Browns, the Eagles, the Texans, the Titans, and the most important one of them all. We got rid of Teddy Bear for a pick with the Brocos. <laughs> How you feel about that? We gave y'all like a, what was it? A fourth yeah, rounder? Yeah, gave us a six rounder. Oh. And we ended up getting that beast called Toys, a guard from Alabama. Deontay really? Brown. And the crazy stat about him that I saw was no sacks on his watch in Bama. So while he was in there, there was no sex that he allowed. Her. So that blew that's my mind.
1: Sixth six pick, then. What the hell? You
0: got a six pick for Teddy Bear.
1: Yeah, that's something y'all needed to. What was y'all's main, main uh, like, when you go on to, like, mock drafts, and it says, like, Carolina Panthers' main needs. What was that? Eh, it said quarterback,
0: which made no it's sense because we had Sam Darnold, and he's... Younger than Joe Burrow, so that kind of made no sense to me. I was like, this guy has three years experience in the NFL, younger than what's going to be a second year with Cincinnati, and now he went from a shithouse franchise called the New York Jets, had no protection for him, no weapons, and now he's in Carolina which the new look looks like Sam Darnold QB CMC RB DJ Moore Robbie Anderson Terrace Marshall who is our second round wide receiver. That man is six foot two, over two hundred pounds, and being that big and that big runs a four three forty. That blew my mind. I was, wow. like, I was like, wow, dude. That's and then on top of that we got Dan Arnold, the tight end I wanted. New line got the makeover. We got two veterans, like before the draft. We got a lot of undrafted rookies, and now we got a lot of rookie linemen. We got new corner additions, which was I what I wanted. And then we took well on paper they say he was number two in the draft. But we picked him first first defensive pick in this draft. JC Horn at six foot one. Which I always wanted a stud cornerback. And that just blew my mind once we got him. A lot of people said that certain or certain's better. But a lot of NFL well, I Carolina Panthers, NFL uh, Hall of Famers, like uh, Jonathan Stewart, uh, what's his name Thomas Davis, Mike Rucker. all these guys were saying that JC Horn is better than certain so that had me like just more confidence on it and that six foot one that boy's gonna be batting some things away. And we got some other dude named Keith Taylor Jr., six foot two corner, and that boy didn't have that much picks as what I saw in the in college, but he did have a lot of bad ways. So that was pretty cool. The D line got a new makeover, which is pretty crazy. We got some dude named Phil Hoskins at the end, which nickname is Big Snack. <laughs> We got Steele in the draft, which I was reading about, with Davion Nixon, a defensive tackle from Iowa. And I believe that's all the defensive line. Plus, though, was the name Morgan Fox.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That came from uh, St. Louis. So I was like, man. And on top of that, we got... Lots of linebackers in, like, the off season, So the whole defense and the whole offense is going to be just a new makeover. Carolina, which I think my pick is right, and we're going to get
1: that first place in the <laughs> NFC South.
0: So <laughs> that had me pretty.
1: pretty yeah, I did a lot of good things. Y'all needed to shut down the corner, which uh, J.C. Horn's probably going to imagine he's going be a day one starter right
0: yeah that's what i'm saying i, re- I already want to get his his jersey and if he gets <laughs> uh if he gets to be number one i never got a cam newton jersey because that boy never even earned my respect but this guy off the back earned my respect he's a what son of a nfc south hall of famer with uh was it Joe horn the wide receiver from the saints
1: yeah sounds right yeah, yeah.
0: so that's his son right there uh i forgot he he's like uh like a nephew of a of a goat running back from yeah, sure. from somewhere back in i think the chiefs was the chiefs was they had a good running back back in the day he's like the Uncle of this guy, JC Horn. I was like, damn, that's pretty interesting. On top of that, I wanted a new like a backup running back for CMC. And uh-huh. we got uh-huh. Chuba Hubbard, which got to the team because Matt Rule's wife texted him saying, Please take Chuba in this in this pick right here. And then uh he called him, like, hey man, uh, you know, I wasn't going to pass up on you when you uh ran all over us when I, he was coaching Baylor.
1: So uh, I was like, hey, hey,
0: hey, that's pretty interesting. And we got a lot of foot We
1: got uh, 10. <laughs> pretty big game.
0: We got a versatile tight end, which can play tight end. He can play fullback. He can play a lot of positions. Tommy Trimble from yeah. Notre Dame. And we got a versatile lineman who's a new papa. So shout out to you, Brady
1: Christensen,
0: on becoming a Panther. He's a great pass blocker. He said he can play left tackle, which we're lacking. And then he can also play guard, the other side, center, whatever he wants, basically. I was like, man, that's versatile
1: right there. I was like, that's pretty interesting. No, I seen uh, I seen Tommy Trimble. They said he was the best tight end. Uh, he didn't he didn't uh, catch too many passes, but they said he was the the best tight end in this draft at blocking. I listened to
0: his. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I like I like how that sounds.
1: But that's I listened okay.
0: to his. Uh, they interviewed him. Once he steps onto the field, that boy just turns on his violent intentions. But off the field, dude's just a chill guy. So I was like, man, you want a player like that? Hell yeah. Y'all remember this name right here, Shy Smith, wide receiver. He's a slot receiver and he's a great route runner. And if y'all wanted a replacement for Curtis Samuel, all I gotta say is after this guy starts playing, y'all gonna forget Curtis Samuel was even the Panther. That's all I gotta say.
1: What about your uh, What about your boy Terrence Marshall Jr.? He's not. You, you think he's gonna beat? Uh, get beat out by the other guys, Shy Smith. Nah,
0: Shy Smith's gonna be the slot receiver. I already oh. talked about Terrace. He's a, oh, he's in the new look. Sam Darnold, CMC, DJ, oh. Robbie, and Terrace. No, he's
1: big boy team. Six foot 4'340. Then we got oh. that we got that undrafted
0: rookie this offseason. Uh that's right. Micah Simone, who also runs a four three forty. We got some speed. Y'all are pretty sad that Curtis Samuel's not on the team anymore, but after these pickups that we got, I'm telling you, I'm going to forget about Curtis even being a Panther. be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. He, he was pretty good. He ain't nothing like the Shy Smith. He ain't nothing like this <laughs> Micah. He ain't nothing like Terrace Marshall Jr. Yeah,
1: dude. Uh, Sam Dalton has to be happy about, about y'all's pickups, about this draft. Sam plus, Darnold. Plus, free agency's still not out. Still not over with. So I'm not Stale sure you gotta to see add.
0: the viral video that's been going around of uh, our long snapper that we picked what? up from Bama. Yeah, uh, what happened? Matt Rule calls him. He's like, "All right, brother, you ready to go?" Man didn't know what was happening. He thought he was gonna be an undrafted rookie. He's like, "Ah, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now, coach." He's like, "No." I'm telling you right now, we we just picked you up. No fucking way. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Get out of here. Just couldn't believe that he was drafted, man. Like it was. I almost got a tear to my eye, man. It was very wholesome. A wholesome video. It's it's viral right now. I've seen it on maybe four other like NFL, uh, TSN Sports, Panthers. They, I mean, originally put it out there, but it's it's been going well. I Even saw it on Twitter. Like, I was like, wow, this like it was a wholesome video, bro. I'm gonna bring a tear to your eye, kind of thing. It was crazy to see. Matt says That's he's ready cool. to help us win. So I'm telling you, it's gonna be. I was watching the fights last night. Yeah. Texting my boy Keith, dollar dollar Keith box, and I was like, man. I'm ready for this NFL season already, dog. Like, oh, I can't even watch these fights right now. <laughs> i <I'm, like, just laughs> on everything that just happened yesterday, Friday, and Thursday. So that was pretty cool.
1: For real, I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of uh, lot of excitement, a lot of stuff happened that uh, some fans didn't want to happen. Like, for starters, like, uh, I guess really the first real disappointment that I really heard was people with some 49ers fans that I knew. Kind of didn't want Trey Lance. They wanted they wanted the Fields actually. A a lot fields of filled. He felt pretty far back. I bet he's extra pissed.
0: And then, what is he a Ch- Chicago Bear?
1: Yes, sir. You know, forty nine er fans. Yeah, so The Venus, the Venus family, like it's like a hundred percent, pretty close to forty nine ers fans. I'm so telling fans. you, man,
0: from uh from my trip in Jacksonville, where I was like with my uber driver like oh you're a 49er fan so who who the hell y'all think y'all gonna get first round man because that shit's bothering me it's uh <coughs> that suspense like y'all traded all the way to number three who y'all gonna get y'all say jimmy g's a quarterback and then talking to jay bands on the phone well during the the first round just till from i say i don't know since I think pick four,
1: all the way no. to like, no, no, I think it was like right after, yeah, yeah, never mind. I don't I think, think... like, yeah, There's yeah, because weird... we saw we saw Atlanta draft, yeah, uh, so pick four like, all the way to
0: like, I don't know, one of the picks up there, and uh, yeah, just, golly, the steal of the draft, your boy out there, what's his name, Jared Goff, right? But boy, got a, boy got that extra uh,
1: extra push on the line. They got Panay Sewell. Yeah, I was I was kind of excited. I was when he when he started falling back a little bit. I was getting a little excited. I was like, damn, there's some really good players that I'd, I'd like to have. But Panay, I just he, whoever's lined up in front of him is just out of the game, basically. From what I'm from what I'm seeing and hearing,
0: Jay Vance was excited. I was pissed. I was like, "Damn it! The Lions picked them up. We're right there. we were right fucking there to get him! <laughs> we got up at seven, and we we're number eight.
1: But, you think? Uh, what's
0: up?
1: I was just gonna, I was just gonna kind of like run down. You think? Uh, you think Jimmy, Jimmy G, or Trey Lance is gonna start? Who mm. thinks gonna start?
0: Mm. Well, Jimmy G's coming off what two injured seasons? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, he was injured this last season for sure. Pretty. And the year before anything. that, he was
0: kind of injured. I want
1: to say he finished. He finished off the season, right? Because he lost in the, They lost and no. Oh, was it this? Yeah, because they he lost their shit. In uh, wasn't it the Super Bowl that they, that he lost the year before that? Because I remember Jimmy G. I don't even remember the. but yeah, I think. No. Who would they play? Or was it the fucking playoffs? I might be tripping. I'm tripping, dude. League yeah, tripping. I was going to
0: say, I don't remember the Fortnite yeah, in the Super
1: Bowl for a good minute. Uh, yeah, I'm tripping. There's playoffs. I remember who they fucking lost to. Who'd y'all pick up? I know y'all get motherfuckers.
0: You know, Lee, I did a mock draft. I was like, man, you know what? I'll do a mock draft I had me getting cow pits first. But no. Number eight is now in atlanta nfc south rival kyle pitts the pick that i wanted which is crazy because jc horn and kyle pitts played against each other about every year so that they went he went to atlanta and i was like let's see who our second round's gonna be because uh i had us picking is it javante williams
1: from UNC, oh yeah, yeah, the running back from Tar Heels,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You like that guy? Yeah, I had a,
0: I had me picking them second round. I wanted to back up running back, and I was like, ooh, this guy's a beast. <laughs> Hopefully we will get him. And out of nowhere, I see that y'all traded up with the Falcons. And then picked up Javante Williams. I was like, "Man, are you serious?"
1: I, like, I didn't expect that either.
0: Yeah, uh, I got Melvin. Was off. it Melvin Gordon or no? That's a. Is it Melvin Gordon or is that a Vikings?
1: That's our current running back. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's probably pretty pissed because, like, right before the draft, that's when he was talking about Melvin Gordon. You know, he. I guess I think it was on last podcast I mentioned, but he's talking about he's tired of being a. Like Hunter oh, Yeah. The Oakland is going to show out this season. And then we go ahead and the second round, the Broncos trade up, like you said, to the Falcons pick up Javante Williams. Pretty but of course, the first rounder, I know some Bronco fans are pretty pissed at, at the organization because yeah, Mac I mean, Jones and Justin Field. I don't know about Bronco fans. I do know a lot of Cowboy fans were heated. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take boy. Yeah, well, they ended up getting Micah Parsons, and so was is kind of crazy, because that's what I was kind of saying who I was. Which but, made it
0: crazier for me, because I didn't, I don't, I'm don't, i telling you, I don't really watch college at all, and uh, yeah. find out, that boy has off-field issues. So, don't be surprised if you see that man not playing after week seven.
1: <laughs> week seven. No, they're, they're gonna, the Cowboys... Stacked up their defense quite a bit. Yeah, they picked up um, Michael Parsons in the first round. Second round they got Kelvin Joseph, a quarterback mm-hmm. a defensive tackle, defensive end, another cornerback, and then they picked up another linebacker, that Jamel Cox. He's pretty, oh, um, he's pretty brawl That I saw he's real athletic. I, I actually wanted him, but we ended up getting uh. And somebody who's apparently better, which you know I'm still learning quite a bit about the college stuff. But we got Baron Browning in the fourth. I know in the third round, the 42nd pick. But uh, oh, I'm really excited about I'm really excited about th- that because I thought we were gonna get Micah Parsons and then get a cornerback later in the draft. these blocked. And then uh, needed a, a new, yes, we got a new number one corner. Yeah, and man, six six foot two. He's he's gonna be. He's going to be a shutdown corner. He's 6'2", 208. His pops was a pro player. Actually, George Payton was uh, affiliated with his dad there in Miami. So Mm -hmm. I I guess that's why, because I've been seeing Patrick Sertan's dad really wanted him to go to Denver. But now I kind of tied it together after I heard their phone call on the draft. I was like, oh, he knows his pops. He's like a real leader type of guy. So. Apparently that's what the Broncos were going for. Not only skill, but they really wanted people that were like team captains and that had no off field issues. They uh-huh. just were like good good guys basically. So I don't know. We got some got some good picks and then so they said Javante Brown is a bully back. He's like I seen that he could have went to, actually in the first round, they wouldn't have been surprised. They just said he's a violent runner. He's like uh He's like a miniature Derrick Henry, and he just stays with the step arms. So I was like, I don't know. I was pretty pretty happy about that. He he ended his 2021. Just to look at some like quick snapshot stats, a little over 1,100 yards, 19 TDs. He averaged 4.5 yards after contact, and just this is what blew me away. His average run per carry was 7.3 yards per attempt. Wow. Yeah, it's almost the first day. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all the way up there. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah, like it's... me back in my day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you kind of got that build. They said uh, he breaks for every uh, tackle attempt. He breaks about point forty eight percent of his blocks. So basically, every other tackle attempt is a is a tackle break for him. statistically. Dang, thing. that's
0: really interesting, bro. Because compared to our uh, running back, who I saw wasn't really a power back. But he was very elusive. He can get out of there. You're like just break free real quick, which is like a CMC
1: junior. The quick cuts and stuff. But he's yeah. like you guys bigger though. He's a, he's gonna be a third down back, or you think you're still gonna keep CMC in the third down? Hey, probably he'll he'll share
0: a little bit of load. Is my best guess. But CMC is just a freaking nature for me. And uh, this guy. You know he's gonna get his time to shine, and if he shines, you probably pay a double load kind of stuff. You know, CMC and yeah. Chuba, Chuba Hubbard, and <laughs> CMC and trying to make up something off the spot. Don't little little nickname for that. <laughs> Chuba McCaffrey, no, I'm just McChuba.
1: Take- that man on the spot. Just be a Panther fan, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna you see uh you see our third round? Quinn Minarez I believe that's how you say, it, but he's offensive guard. Yes. I didn't even put two and two together, but I seen us just like messing around before the drafts. And I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? And then we ended up drafting him kind of out. They call him belly beast. And he does Oh wow tree workouts and he just, just like lifts trees and fucking yeah. rocks and stuff.
0: For everybody not watching this. He's basically just a lumberjack out here <laughs> working out in the woods on top of that with, like, weights, you know, benching 225 like nothing. Then out of nowhere, uh, he's also shrugging 225. And uh, there's those, I'm not sure if y'all know what I'm talking about, but there's those, like, trees. Some that boxers usually go out there and start punching. till so it's, like, nothing there. And this guy's literally
1: lifting him out of the dirt. <laughs> God, <laughs> is the lineman he loves like o Uh, well, like I guess in college he was a center, but he could play center or guard. So, okay. but last season, I believe it was third round, we drafted Lord Cushenberry. This guy in is third-
0: curling five gallon <laughs> water jugs.
1: Have you ever just
0: got up? Filled up a five water gallon jug and took it from your car, to the house. This guy is curling
1: it. God, no, I'll be, I'll be struggling. Go i struggling going upstairs. I'm like, God. To me,
0: I want I've been wanting to make a workout. I live like two blocks away from the water. How do you say it? The water dispenser.
1: The machine? Yeah, the little stations.
0: Yeah, I live two blocks away, and I've been wanting to. Go and fill both of my five gallons, and just walk from there to the house. I feel like that would be a crazy arm
1: workout, arm and leg actually. Hell yeah! I'm pretty excited about him though, cause I didn't know too much about him, but uh, apparently he's he's known for pancaking people. They'll just take that player out of the game. Just he just keeps pushing them until they're down on the ground, like mm. just like So I'm pretty excited about that, but. He's six foot three, which is doesn't sound too big for like a lineman like that, but he's three hundred and twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. They call him. They call him Belly Beast. Belly Beast. <laughs> beast. He always has his belly sticking out. Then we got that guy Browning, Baron uh, Browning, just a six foot three, two hundred forty five pound linebacker. He ran a four, five, six, 40 yard dash. So apparently, he's like a lot of he's like real raw. He's just a freaking nature like athlete, but think we just want to like they said we put him outside, but four raw, five forty, 40? 40? no, you said, yeah, damn, god, they said he's just a super like a freaking nature athlete. Sounds like it. Dude. These corners he, are just, running,
0: wide receivers running four three forties. Guys, point yeah. two behind them, like ah, uh-huh. you think you're gonna get away from me? No, sir. I don't know. It just gets you by the leg. Just <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hope we start him uh inside linebacker. But yeah, after a few coaching from Mister Panzio, I bet he's going to be. They say it could be his Pro Bowl potential if he just gets disciplined and stuff. So, and then after that, like we just got uh, two safeties in a row, another pretty big wide receiver, six foot three wide receiver, a cornerback, another cornerback, and then two defensive ends. So. This is a George Payton's first draft as a GM. I really like what did. This he did. You a know, a lot of people...
0: Scott Federer's first year GM. Golly, that boy knows what to do, bro. That man... That that guy brought the whole Panther community and just had them happy. Like You don't really see that ever, really. You always see that one sour guy.
1: Like, oh, uh, good, why'd you do that?
0: And nah, this <laughs> time everybody came, held hands, got in a circle, and just praised that man, Scott
1: Federer. No, yeah, I just filled the holes y'all needed. and had some mm-hmm. nice complimentary players for McCaffrey and stuff. Tell and me, after the, you uh, said corporate. your lineman, you showing me the video of him, I was kind of
0: curious on the first one that we drafted. Six foot six, 300 pounds.
1: Yeah, it's a big boy.
0: It's a very big boy and he's a Papa now. He's already on the NFL.
1: We're yeah. actually looking at getting him, but then we ended up going that Quinn Merritt. There he we got Javon K. Williams.
0: Like I said in the beginning, just call us Mr. Steal Your Picks. <laughs> I'm
1: telling you. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited though, man. I see what George Payton did though. He filled our obvious some of the obvious needs besides quarterback. There's he really believes Drew Locke. He said that he really believes Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater can make it complete. But he said we're still at open market for one. AKA, you're Rodgers, maybe. Speaking of that, I saw a
0: post that said Teddy Bear over Drew. With Drew Locke in, they have a chance of getting 6.6 wins which I never understand the point in that, and only an 8.2% of playoffs. But with Teddy Bear in, they have a chance to win 7.5 games and I have a 17.5 playoffs. Jay Band's been manifesting all this stuff, so he said he wanted that quarterback competition. So if that was Drew Locke before... With the competition now, I'm guessing he's gonna multiply that stuff, and he he will get the 7.5 wins, and then the chance of Drew now with the playoff is probably around 25%. Now,
1: imagine, <laughs> Did I, but I really do believe that he's been putting a lot of film
0: study. With that saying, uh, we are paying Teddy Bear seven million. Yeah, I think he had like $10, 11000000 on his contract with us left. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pay him 7 and mm-hmm. since we traded him to y'all, y'all are paying him $3 million. So that completes his $10 million. And I was like, hey, we finally got rid of him. Finally, that, that sounds terrible. No, I mean, <laughs> I like that. But we gave him the chance to start talking
1: uh,
0: to teams. Broncos were interested, and it finally happened right before the draft season so that took a lot of stress out of my shoulders because with sam darnold in now we exercised the fifth year deals for dj moore and sam darnold and now they're going to be playing with us till the 2022 season yeah
1: you will know, going give him some weapons give him a cap with some weapons <laughs> time, Aww, man.
0: dude we gave him too Me much too- weapons he's gonna be like what do i feel like today Pistol or AK, Man. you know what? I'm just gonna go off and just get the mini gun. <laughs> Start flinging it everywhere. DJ gets one. Robbie gets one. Terrace gets one. Micah gets one. Shy gets one. CMC takes 3
1: It's Man. crazy. Thing. You know, someone somebody was telling me about that because they asked me how, how how you feel as a Broncos fan. You guys uh, a, a very like. Possible obvious franchise quarterback fell in y'all's lap at nine. Y'all didn't even have to trade up, and y'all pass them for a cornerback. So how does that make you feel with those cornerbacks in your situation? And I was kind of thinking about it, and yeah, I think I think if I could go redo it, that'd be the safe pick to get Justin Fields. But I was thinking about it, and to have like even like our number one cornerback, so say if Sertan, even like say if he's as good as everyone says he is, mm-hmm. that's gonna make the offense better because he's gonna be on probably Jerry Judy. I imagine since they played with each other in Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. Cortland Sutton, yeah. Okay. So, so it's gonna make whatever quarterbacks throwing on on practice. It's gonna make them better too. So I, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what, defense. Our defense practices with their offense so far. Defense is number one. Like if if, I, if they're truly number one, like I believe it. Like they're gonna get they're gonna kick our offenses ass. Like every. Every practice until the oh, uh, makes changes.
0: Yeah, I get you to uh, uh, evolve out there. The exactly. offense evolves. Drew, start. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm extra what you're excited. Saying.
1: I'm extra excited, man, because we have a really good really good defense now, especially our secondaries. What I've been told, like, we have like very good chance to be top three defense. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited either way. But then uh, being in the Bronco community forums – there's still those people hashtagging Watson and hashtagging I just, what, what I've been
0: hearing, like, uh, I went back home uh, after I got back from my flight, and uh, there's uh, one of our cousins, my dad's cousin, uh, and he was like, I don't think I've asked you this, but what do you think about Watson, like, his whole deal? And I've been hearing a lot of things that looking like he might not even be able to play this season, man. With everything yeah. happening, it looks like, what's his name, Tyrod, and they picked up a quarterback as well, which I heard was a pretty good steal, and give it extra depth for the quarterback situation that's happening right now in Houston. So that had me, like, mind blown. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, my buddy on the podcast, Mr. Band, says, uh, can't miss them court dates, but you can't, and, uh. With everything that's happening, I don't know. The last time he ever posted on Instagram was in like March, so that was kind of mind blowing. I was like, man, this guy ain't even on social media now. I was curious on that this morning. I was like, let's see if Watson's even posting anything. Let's see if he's even alive. What the hell's happened to that man? And March was the last one that he posted on Instagram. I was like, wow. I was like, this he doesn't is crazy. Need a, he doesn't need any
1: more ammo. All
0: those coordinates, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, I don't, I was like, I think Ty, I've been saying it on the podcast. I think Tyrod Taylor is just training his ass off right now, just straight up just going off. Like, I'm going to get that starting spot kind of thing. And now they got a new quarterback, and I feel like that competition is going to be pretty nice. Not that great, but because he's a rookie coming in, but the quarterback,
1: like Davis Mills, by the way. Yeah. That's his name? Davis Mills, yeah. He was like one of those, I guess, one of those second-tier prospect QBs.
0: Mm. Yeah, was I was a, just watching it. Rod. And I was like, oh, snap, Steel, huh? So, yeah, I was like, that's pretty interesting. I don't really know what's going to happen out there in Houston, but what's going to happen yep. out there in, what was the team? Baltimore. They got uh-huh. some wide receiver. And I was looking, uh, I was watching the fans' reactions. And once they said his name, everybody was freaking out, like,
1: who's that? <laughs> Who is
0: it? <laughs> and then they said, wide receiver. Oh yeah, we got a wide right receiver again. And then everybody was like, on the analyst side, don't worry, he's a good one. Like, I've never even heard of this, man. Who is this guy? Compared to second-round Arizona, they got – uh I got mis- – or my cousin got mistaken with the wide receiver that we got, Terrace Marshall. I was like, we got a beast wide receiver. He's like, small guy. Six-foot-two is not small, bro. He's like, oh, my mistake – I got mistaken with Cardinals wide receiver. I'm like, who the hell is that? Rondell Moore. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Sh- short guy. Five foot seven. So I looked it up. This guy Rondell Moore. Five foot seven. When I was in my lifting prime in high school, the most that I ever squatted was four hundred and twenty pounds. So this guy, Rondell Moore, five foot seven i'm five eight by the way this guy squats 600 pounds bro yeah. what is that These j bands earlier said tree trunk legs which had me some nostalgia visions so i was like tree trunk legs five foot seven who can this guy be compared to i found out Maurice Jones Drew, former running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also five foot seven. So I'm pretty sure a running back's gonna be probably squatting around that same weight, maybe a little bit less. But how much I, is he weight,
1: you know? Who? Uh do you remember how much Maurice Jones Drew weighed? Because this guy weighs one eighty one. Weighs one eighty one? That's what it says five foot seven, one eighty one. Come Moore on is an explosive lady. slot receiver and return man with first to separate man coverage and awareness to exploit pockets. Working against the zone load. Let's see. They look, they're pretty happy about that. I'm going to be interested to see what they do with that guy. That's, that's what i very i never heard of a receiver that short.
0: i never heard of him. Oh, oh, never mind. He's running back. I was going to say Darren Sproles, but he's running back. Yeah. Uh, last short receiver about that hype was uh, Steve Smith that I can think of.
1: Five foot eight. Oh, 5'8". eight. and that is pretty short, actually.
0: Maurice Jones Drew was 5'7", and he was around 207 pounds. Oh, damn. Ah, so
1: 180
0: pounds, squatting 600, dude. That's out of this world,
1: bro. What are you doing yeah. all that? He's going to pop, bro. Chill. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see this guy. Me
0: too. They got, what, DeAndre... Uh... Is it Larry's last season or did he retire already? Been, well, I'm pretty
1: sure he's still gonna play.
0: He's still gonna play? I saw something about he might be able he might be retiring here. But uh that's interesting. So they got Larry, DeAndre. But like they got some new receivers, no?
1: No, well AJ Green. AJ
0: From Green, there you go.
1: But he's on like a one I'm pretty sure he's just gonna do this one year deal and they're probably gonna cut him and he's probably gonna retire. Hmm. I imagine I, I, I mean, unless someone else pick him up for cheap. You see that us.
0: uh, that uh, wide receiver from LSU that got picked up
1: by the Bengals. Oh yeah, yeah, they're trying to recreate Jamar Chase. They're trying to recreate the LSU. That Bengals. man, that
0: man says I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna break every record, like wide receiver record over here in Cincinnati. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, bro, that guy got to fill in AJ Green's Ocho- Chad Ochocinco." I was like, "That's this guy. This that's the confidence you want from your first rounder."
1: More chase. He's he's good. Plus, he has he automatically has some connection with the QB. Like that's that chemistry. You
0: want to hear about connections? Right. Connections to me is Terrace Marshall Jr., 6'2", LSU. Linking back up with Joe Brady, ooh, that's that, that's that, real connection, That's That's connection right there. The offensive coordinator with the wide receiver you used to have. He's gonna know
1: all of his strengths already. Yeah, uh, having a coach, <laughs> having a coach that you used to play for is a little different than.
0: I can than already see play. that first step from the the training camp, right when they see each other for the first time. That big ass just handshake shit. Just a big ass pauper herd around the whole state, heard around the whole North Carolina. Be <laughs> like, "Damn, you hear that? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was just that's Joe me. Brady and Terrace linking up for the first time in so long."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, my my ears! <laughs> well, there they yeah. go again. There goes that man. So that's you see, you see who got traded. Both, uh, I believe, this for the first time in, in draft history of. From the same school, a quarterback and the running back got drafted in the same round by the same team. Really? Jacksonville Dragwires got Trent, Trevor Lawrence, you know, obviously, first round. And then the 25th pick, they got Travis, I don't even know how to his last name, Atini. But he was Clemson's running back, and apparently he's pretty badass too. On our side,
0: we had, uh J.C. Horn, which was the corner. And the guy that made him probably evolve his game, both of them, Shai Smith, wide receiver, South Carolina, both of them.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, That's pretty interesting, uh, right? And the craziest thing to me was just that whole Kyle Pitts and J.C. Horn. Uh, they used to play against each other every year, and now they're going to be playing against each other two times a year, every year. So I was like, wow.
1: J C Horn. He's not a slot guy, right? Oh, you know, the nah, like, because nah, that nah. Bryce Callahan strictly for slot. Nah, nah, that's
0: probably gonna be. For some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like that's gonna be either A J Bouye or uh, oh, yeah. my, my best guess is gonna be a uh, what's his name Rashad Melvin from the Lions that we picked up. Because mm. we're gonna have J C Horn on one side, and on the other side is gonna be Dante Jackson, and then we got A J Rashad. And I wish I can remember his name. So, if you're listening to this podcast, I, I apologize for not remembering your name, bro. But we had some other cornerback that was back back there.
1: Damn, how would your buddy, how uh, did a dollar-dollar keep box feel about his draft? I know he really wanted Trey Lance, and he ended up with the best, probably one of the best players. Well, definitely the best tight end, Kyle Pitts. Was he upset he was, about that still? He
0: was not really upset. It was more like a little salty with the 49ers because it blew me away like i didn't expect that i was like who are they gonna get they're probably gonna get kyle or they might get panay my biscuits and now they get trey lance so i was like oh trey lance 49ers he was i think he was just happy that they he didn't draft like a wide receiver or anything like that first round
1: yeah dude. i think they did really good overall they did I like, but, I like yeah him. he was
0: even surprised with that he like man we we did a good job this draft like it's pretty shocking but are like yeah. tell me bro like all the people that we got are studs like straight studs and how you said about your gm uh that's exactly how our new gm scott federer he drafted everybody by the link that they will have with the whole team he wanted captains he wanted people that are going to push each other he just wanted them them good vibes, like oh, every position. He didn't want to draft like just a one position player kind of dude. Like, oh, we find we got the dude, we got him. Now nah, he yeah. wanted to get somebody that would literally fit the whole organization, which he did. Literally, we got from long snapper to defensive linemen, to wide receivers, corners, running back, tight end. Oh man, I want the season to start already. I was. Suspense killing me about the draft. Now I'm just suspense killing me about the preseason and the NFL season. Seventeen week season, God, it It's gonna be Damn. one for the ages.
1: They got that safety I
0: wanted, Richard. Grant. Pretty dope. I saw that. So the interception
1: got interception machine. Got some offensive Ooh. tackle. We'll Addressed their cornerbacks. Got the some a center. And then they picked up one. Who I was pretty surprised about, which you know I'm still learning about college football but i thought he when learning about it uh, that guy linebacker from notre dame it's like a crazy ass long name i do i'm Daki i'm not even sure oh yeah the, i know exactly i, I wanted him though because he's like good they say he's really, really good at coverage six foot five 260 pounds so and he fell to the end of fifth round dude like what the fuck because
0: yeah, everybody had their own kind of Things they had to address, but uh, back to your yeah. Kyle Pitts situation, what do you what do you uh, guess his season's gonna be like? Because I already had mine. I said that boy's gonna get 800 yards, 12 touchdowns, and no drops.
1: Yeah, was that with Julio Jones on the team?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't see him leaving.
1: Yeah, I didn't think so either. But now that'd be nice, man. I would actually like to see the Falcons offensive operator with both of those guys bro okay, they're too. gonna have
0: julio kyle
1: yeah. pitts
0: who is like one of the first got the number single digit number eight so that's that was just a dope picture to see so they got kyle julio calvin mike davis matt ryan reconstructed Who's are yeah. tied in Oh, wait, Kyle. Never mind. I was trying to think of the old he, tight end. I
1: could have liked the other tight end hurts, though. He's, yeah, no, he, he's like, go. all right. He's all right. But, yeah, now they got the man himself. So, uh,
0: I'll, yeah, I'll say, like. You say Kyle Pitts, wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley,
1: <laughs> wide receiver two. And Julio Jones, slot receiver, wide receiver three. I could see Kyle going <laughs> over a thousand yards and getting at least ten TDs.
0: Uh, <laughs> over a thousand for a tight end—that's
1: pretty. That's pretty
0: mind blowing, right there. Well, I mean, I, I saw he had like, like seven hundred and something after I already told uh, Dollar Dollar Keepbox like my prediction. Uh, yeah, I was just watching like a little bit more, and yeah, Kyle Pitts had seven hundred and I want to say like eighty, ninety yards with. 12 TDs and no drops, which I didn't even know that before the prediction that I had. So that blew my mind. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, damn, that just came off the tongue, too. I didn't even know that was his actual stats. So <laughs> That's pretty mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just see it as in, like, if they're going to keep double covering uh, Julio, you know, and down the field and Matt Ryan's getting his arm strength maybe getting slightly less than it was. I feel like Kyle Pitts is just going to be instant over-reliable. He's fast and can get out of those quick breaks. They're actually going to have a nice run game, I imagine. So he's going to be mm-hmm. opening it up. So I just feel like those short, medium passes are going to be open all day for the Falcons.
0: Damn actually, that's going to open up who way more, huh?
1: Exactly. Having freak, another alien on the squad. <laughs> Either way, dude, I'm telling you. Your defense, good thing y'all drafted... Uh, JC? I'm dra- yeah, JC and pretty heavy picking up on y'all's defense because y'all, y'all are going to need it with the Falcons in y'all's division. Yeah, that's like what they
0: addressed. they saying that uh we had to get like a lot of corners out there that we're going to with the depth that we have to play every year, two times a year with the widest. Because I think the NFC South has. I said that the NFC South had like running back university kind of shit where they had probably the best running backs in the, in the NFL, but Speaking of it, once uh, Matt Rule addressed it, the NFC South has some stud ass wide receivers, bro. From DJ Moore to Julio to, uh, what's his name? Hallelujah. Mike Evans. Uh, uh, Ma- was it Mike Thomas? Michael Thomas from the Saints? Yeah. Like, dude, just them starting, sure. just them wide receiver ones right there. All jokes aside about Julio, he's still wide receiver one, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with all those people that I named, which are wide receiver ones. like, And then you still got the second ones with like, what? Calvin Ridley, Robbie Anderson, uh, Chris Godwin. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't think of the Saints, even though I really dislike the Saints. But I can't really think of all their wide receivers.
1: Mm, yeah, they. I think their last one was his name, Quentin Smith Jr. or some shit. Mm. Nothing really pops out about them besides it, was, it seemed like it was it's always your number times.
0: one pick for the NFC South J mans You still got confidence in him? I yeah. talked to that cousin from Kermit and he said that without Drew Brees on the squad, they're probably only gonna get three wins in total.
1: Yeah, I don't know. This sounds I don't know how I don't know like how he operates his football picks, but when I hear stuff like that, it just sounds like a human. Nah, he's uh, he's
0: not he's not biased he's not, not biased. This he's, is like, real. he's a patriot fan who like lives sports bro like he just watches a like an analyst kind of dude like like a Keith like he just watches this that on NFL Network on ESPN like he he looks into this stuff three he's wins like, huh Speaking of yeah, being a see. patriot fan and this man manifesting everything this year, which is crazy. <laughs> to me. Said so the next Tom Brady out of this draft class is Michael Mackerel Jones, and that... out of nowhere, I'm just seeing who the Patriots gonna draft, and out of nowhere, I just see Mac Jones. I was like, "How is this? <laughs> this is why Jay Benz is on some next level of shit? I'm always living in 2030 right now. I Already knew what the hell happened. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I had a feeling, bro." God, dang. So what do you think about Andy Dalton, (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo, and Cam Newton? These starting quarterbacks, quarterback ones, after preseason, after OTAs, after minicaps,
1: are they still quarterback ones? Uh, Yes and no. I think, so Patriots, I think Cam Newton's going to be the starter, like, through and through, unless he gets injured. I think uh, Bill Belichick, I think he's going to treat Mac Jones just like a Tom Brady. I think he's going to let him soak up all of his book knowledge, make sure he's right in the mind first. And then I give it, it depends on how Cam goes, but for sure, next, if not if not next season, two seasons as backup for Mac Jones, I feel like. Just because he's, uh, you know, all those attributes that they say he didn't have for these other top prospects. I feel like uh, Bill Belichick's going to help build the playbook like for him to make it to where he can be like a nice pocket passer. He doesn't have to be all that other, other shit. So, yeah, I think Cam Newton's safe this season. Wait, I, on
0: that one, didn't Cam Newton get benched like two, three times this past season? Like just playing pitiful and then Bills like get out.
1: I don't know exactly how that worked. I don't know if it's because he's injured or something. Because nah, I don't, it seems I don't to think happen so.
0: I don't think he got injured or anything like that. I think he was just being piss poor where he was just like, man, I can't take this shit no
1: more. Get out. You're going yeah. in. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a feeling like Mac Jones is going to be a bench warmer this year. Mm. Maybe. I mean, he they might, they might just break out and just start him. That would be cool too. But if he is the starter this year, I don't think he would do too much. You see that first- meme
0: that's going around? No. Nah, where it's but- uh, when, Car- uh, when Cam was on Carolina. And he did that uh, NFL sixty commercial with that little kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> about it. And like so, after all this years, this is what happened. This was Mac Jones. <laughs> I was like, it makes sense to me. God, <laughs> that's some shit
1: damn that's that's crazy fucking so good to ever thought about <laughs> me neither until
0: I saw it well I forgot about that commercial and then I just read that I was like haha oh, so that was Mac Jones hey eh?
1: <laughs> that's funny fun. that's funny and who, who else did you say Andy Dalton yep that man's supposedly that's the any... steal of
0: the draft to me or not to me but a lot of people were just hoping that Justin Fields didn't land in Carolina because I heard that boy was a beast but uh, yeah, I'm 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 believing in Sam Darnold. I think, I think a 23 year old with three years experience is gonna just dark horse of the NFL this year.
1: Yeah, he really could be. But yeah, dude, I, if there's any player that lost instantly, it comes to mind? The player that lost the most in this draft was Andy Dalton. Because we were talking about it. He even put out that tweet, right? Quarterback I'm one. over here to be quarterback one because that's what I, I said was going to happen, and that's what I'm going to do. And then they get Justin Fields. He's, he's not going <laughs> to win that QB battle, dude. Who, Andy ain't? Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> see No faith in the red rocket? You ain't going to have, have well, that Drew say, Lund quarterback competition going on. like, oh, nah, you ain't taking my spot. I've been in the league for 12 years. Now nah, I don't even know how long he's been in there, but. I think he's been in
1: there for a minute. I still see it. Just because, just the fact that Justin Fields can actually, like, run if he needs to. He just has, I feel like he's more versatile, versatile, and I think he can, like, just, it just gives him more options, which he might not be shit in his first season, or he might be, like, one of those microwave QBs who's good out the gate, like Justin Herbert or something, but I don't don't see any Dolphins. They
0: got so much additions to that line over there, and. was it uh, Los
1: Angeles? Yeah, they picked up Slater first thing. I was like, uh oh. I was like,
0: God, dang, really? And then they got more linemen. I was like, man. I was like, yeah, my remember- pick
1: with the Chargers
0: is just coming into validity. Oh, my gosh. They going to win it.
1: They going to win it. No, I
0: don't
1: know yeah, yet. But you saw what the Bears did. They got the Justin Fields and then instantly. I think we were talking about it on one of the earlier podcasts about how shocked the Bears' offensive line was. They went ahead and picked up round two, and then the next one was until, like, looks like until round five. But They picked up two offensive tackles back-to-back, then they got a running back, and then they got a wide receiver, and their last two picks was a cornerback and a defensive tackle. So they went heavy yeah. on offense. To me, when I saw that, I was like, damn, they're just well, – They we already got messy. a nice defense, right, with Camille uh, yeah, Mack? Pretty, yeah, he's leading the pack. But, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good. But, yeah, they, they lost a few – yeah, when I saw their draft picks, I was just like, "Damn, they they went all in on Fields, like literally." Mm-hmm. I feel like they're drafting for him, also mm-hmm. as they drafted. I was like, "Andy Dalton's pissed." But uh, who's who that other one you said? The other one is Jimmy G versus Trey Lance. He, I I could see that being like a if not right away, I could see Jimmy getting benched mid season, like some Cam like Newton shit. Then yeah, I could see just like. Just out of the, like, oh, well, fuck, we're, we're already this far behind. What's the worst they could have when we lose? And they're just going to put Trey Lance and He's going to throw a 60-something yard touchdown. And like, oh, is It's going to be interesting for me because I've never seen the boy play, ever. Didn't, didn't even look of, up stats or nothing? Didn't even look
0: at this pro day, really. The only thing I saw was just, like, a <laughs> bomb that he had in one of the pro days, his first one. That's all I saw was, like, the same pass that I was showing everywhere. That's the only thing I saw of Trey Lance. I didn't think he would come to Carolina or nothing like that. So I was like, I didn't think about Sam Darnold either, but I just didn't see us drafting a quarterback. I would be so pissed off if we had drafted a quarterback, which I was like, we don't need one. We already got Teddy Bear. Then we get Sam. I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then we got rid of Teddy Bear. So we got Sam Darnold, Will Greer, and I can't think of the third one, third string. I was like, man, if we still draft a quarterback, I'm gonna be so pissed. And then yeah, I hear J.C. Horn. I mean, we started this podcast, Denver Bronco news, Carolina Panther news. Number one and number two cornerback in the draft goes to our teams. What the hell? I mean, that <laughs> just had me mind yeah. blown. I was like, we got J.C. Horn immediately. Get text. Certains better. Certains better. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. And <laughs> we had cowboy fans Praising me Thank you so much for taking JC I am like bro me. you better Shit your ass up and chill mm-hmm. out He's going to Denver Hell nah he has to go to Denver for we can have something to talk about On the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Like just watch it's gonna happen And then I just see Sertain The second going to Denver Right after we got JC It happened I was like, this is going to be amazing. Because like, we started this podcast together, and now we're getting number one and two together. Golly. That's
1: Our so defenses
0: true. are going to be in
1: the top two. predict predicting y'all's defense is going to be up there?
0: I predict People? defense is going to be up there with everybody we got yeah. last year because we got nothing but defensive picks last year.
1: And on this one, we got oh, that's
0: true. Four, four defensive picks.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So y'all should be right right on time to start putting in some work.
0: We got which I would want what I stated on our draft. I was like, I want some linemen. Corner. And we got that. I wanted a backup running back. We got that. A versatile player, which might be the new Curtis Samuel. Tommy Trimble. Or it might be Shai Smith. Shy Smith's the slot receiver and he's also a what they call kick returner.
1: I don't know, man. Ooh, a little speedster.
0: What else? Who, who else went out on this draft first round? Pittsburgh Steelers picked up Najee Harris?
1: Oh, yeah. That that, that kind of tricks me out a little extra because I kept forgetting. I don't know why. I'm just like, the still in the Steelers? I keep forgetting. Oh, that. that's who went the
0: Cardinals. That's why I was like thinking they had another wide receiver. They also got James Connor.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting man. Yeah, uh, yeah they, that's a good running back. We'll see if Big Ben's gonna stick it out for another year to try to get that Super Bowl. We'll see how far they get. My cousin and Andrew, Andy Roo, if you listening? What's up? We got Mister Devonte Smith out there to try to compete with the op- offense of the Cowboys. Is what that that wide receiver that's like a short dude? No, that was that was a Jalen Waddle. He went to the. He's five foot five foot ten. No, Devonte Smith. He's six foot.
0: I guess is Jay, uh Jalen Waddle then. I don't know. I don't know which one I was thinking about, but there's a lot of like NFL wide receivers praising that dude. He's like one of the short receivers. of like, like ba- barely like 160 pounds or something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He, he's probably like the shortest besides that other guy. Like he's pretty, short. but he's a uh, 5'10 180 Jalen Waddle. Mm. I hear he's gonna be really like really good apparently. A lot of people said that the Dolphins won the draft. are like one of the teams that won the draft. So. Dolphins is pretty alright. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I was texting my buddy Lorenzo. Man, he's a Raiders fan. And I was like, "Oh shit, the Cardinals just got Saban Collins. Who y'all gonna get?" And then I just see they get Alex Leatherwood, bro. What the fuck is y'all's organization doing,
0: Raiders? Because what's his name got fucked up this past season? Uh, Derek.
1: I know, but, the, dude, that's, a, that's such a reach, though. Alex Leatherwood. Man. Well, I did hear something about the,
0: the Raiders for, like, the past couple of drafts have been uh, not oh, doing so great. <laughs> I yeah. say reaching for, like, weird shit that they don't really
1: need, but they do I mean, need. Like the Seahawks. Turn, yeah. Um, then, then they turn around and got Trevin Maury from the safety. He's, like, I've seen good things about him. And then they all got another safety, which I, I kind of wanted at some point. Uh, Tyree Gibbs, Gibbsby, that's how you pronounce him. But yeah, there's some weird picks for them. I didn't I didn't understand it.
0: Well, no man, I'm kind of curious on the Cardinals now because I picked them to win, and now they got a five foot seven wide receiver that squats six hundred <laughs> pounds and really? is explosive.
1: God, you know that reminds me of uh, Austin Eckler from the oh Cardinals. snap. He's short? He's all, oh, yeah, he's pretty short. Let me oh. see. And he, and he was doing stuff like that. He had some craziest workout routine. I don't know. He was short. I thought he was like at six foot something. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Yeah, he's, he's 5'8", 200 pounds.
0: Wow. After these guys get into the NFL little training and stuff, I wonder how they're going to bulk up in what way. You know, it's going to be pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. After them, all this competition inside.
0: that's going to happen in practice, J.C. Horn, I wonder how good you're going to be covering DJ Moore,
1: Robbie. You think he's going to be y'all's you know, instant number one? i to buy
0: I already want to buy, his, buy his, corner, uh, his jersey. Don't even know what number he's going to be yet, and I already want to buy it. <laughs> and I don't really get that feeling like, ever the last time i ever had this feeling is when we got uh luke keekly and i couldn't make up my mind if i wanted to buy luke keekly or steve smith because we had them both i bought both and then luke keekly stayed with the team and instantly steve smith went to the baltimore ravens that's probably why i talk shit about the ravens actually they've got my boy steve smith and then he ended up changing all his shit up it was steve smith now it's Went to the Ravens, and he's like, Steve Smith Sr. And I'm like, man, you could have done that in Carolina. You could have retired a Carolina Panther, but now you're going to retire a Raven. That's probably why I'm
1: always salty about that. No, yeah, you found out some shit.
0: Barely. Episode (laughs) 9. You think you need a shrink out there? Nope. Just make a podcast. You'll find
1: out shit about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Scene equations and shit. It's adding up now. Oh, how did your boy feel about uh about the Ravens draft? Did he really talk about it or nah, I
0: didn't really talk to him. I tried calling him to see who these guys were, and he never answered. So I ain't got no feedback on the Ravens. The only Raven thing that I got to see was uh that post you put on the Man with Bands social media account on Instagram. What's Had that, that little meme going out where like they do that little bracket from like right here to there and then they have like a big old bracket i was like man runs the ball well up top little bracket and then the bottom from the chest down to the toes unanimous league mvp passing td leader 30 and 7 record as a starter 102.6 career passer rating 3 Point seven touchdowns to one interception in his career. With these stats, these amazing stats right here, how much Super Bowls does this man have? Because, God dang, that's
1: amazing. Oh, wait, zero. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw a bet at this guy. I'm surprised he hasn't thrown one at you yet. <laughs> Who's that? You're awesome. Oh, Raven your Raven fans, buddies. I'm surprised they really haven't heard some of this. i like, bro, I bet we're going to, you know, Whatever, they make a little bet with you. I'm surprised they haven't. If y'all are still listening
0: to this podcast, go ahead and uh, vet me if y'all are man enough.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I heard some good good feedback from y'all in the beginning of the podcast. And now I ain't hear nothing. So if y'all think y'all going to be better than Carolina Panthers, come on, come on with it. Sam Darnold over Lamar running back quarterback Jackson. <laughs> So like a
1: C. Damn it. We'll see what happens with that. There's some some uh some hype this my my manager at work, he's a big Titans fan. I'm interested, I'm interested to see how they feel about their first pick, that Caleb Farley cornerback.
0: I just saw that their second round they got a, a offensive tackle. They need
1: more people for that. King Henry
0: can't never have too much linemen actually. Washington football team got one of the best linebackers in the and the draft this is what I saw. They had Jamin Davis. I heard that boy's a beast. And then he's going to a Ron Rivera team, who specializes. I think. I think besides being a head coach, I honestly think he's actually the defensive coordinator of any team he goes to.
1: He overlooks the shit
0: out of that that little area and forgets he's a head coach. I don't know. <laughs> that's just my that's my little assumption.
1: Did do... The Washington football team is gonna be dangerous defense. Last season they got Chase Young. Now they got this guy. Mm-hmm. To be, they're stacking up. Even their third rounder, went to their cornerback Benjamin Saint Juice Justy, just six foot three, two hundred and two pound cornerback, big cornerback. Giants got a wide receiver. Disaster's Tony. They had. On top of getting Gallaudet.
0: They had the eleventh pick in the draft, and they said, we don't need a quarterback or any of these guys. And then Chicago called them up. It's like, yo, y'all willing to trade? I'm like, yeah, we can do that. And then the Bears go up there and get Justin Fields. That was pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: but there's a lot of Bear fans that are happy. You know who killed him? In the yeah, day?
0: that tripped me out because I thought the Bears, honestly, I thought the Bears would have a pretty good season with uh, Andy. And then I guess everybody wasn't thinking that same way. They're like, fuck, fuck this year. It fucking sucks being the Bears fans. And then they get uh, Justin Fields. And then i just been reading posts that are like, yeah, so it's not that bad being a Bears fans now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, I didn't even know they were questioning Andy like that. That's pretty mind-blowing. Stop I being
1: mean, shit. It's going to be interesting, man. I think, I was going to say, I think people like, to me, who won the draft is probably uh,
0: – I was Sorry, pretty. all are big
1: winners. Yeah, I think so. Well, apparently to all the to all the analytics people, we're, we're actually losers on, on a lot of people's lists. <laughs> so I saw. But I felt like we were winners just because we didn't pick up that QB when we could have. That's the only thing that killed us. But the, the, the reason why I like the Broncos draft is because George Payne's thinking about a year ahead. Melvin Gordon's contract's coming up. He got a running back, filled up the O-line, got got a linebacker. Kareem Jackson's going to be out. So he went ahead and got two rookie safeties who could compete for it. And then he got two defensive ends who could compete for a spot. So I don't know. I just feel like he doubled down on the positions we need. And he's like, well, if this guy's a miss, this guy probably won't be. He's going to let him battle it out, and I love that. Speaking about
0: looking into the future kind of shit. Aaron Rodgers gonna stay a Green Bay Packer.
1: I've heard some different stuff, but on the way up here, because I just came back in on that six hour drive, so I was trying to like listen to some, you know, little NFL news. One of this, I forgot which podcast it was or uh, channel, or whatever. But they said, uh, I have a source in, and actually the source is Aaron Rodgers himself, and he apparently put out some social media tweet or something, but he literally said, it. apparently I didn't look into, but he said he would pay back. It was like twenty or thirty something million, some crazy. But he said he paid back the organization in Green Bay to not play there.
0: I saw that he's pretty fucking pissed, and the only way he'll stay there is if they fix what he's pissed about to his liking, which blew my mind. I was like, God, that's a quarterback. I mean, the quarterback is the captain of the team type shit, but to a whole organization says it's if it's not literally every of these check off. I don't want to be here. That blew me, blew me away. He's been salty,
1: though. Ever since what was like, uh, they got that
0: quarterback, right, since last
1: year? Yeah, yeah, because they – yeah, I don't know. I, I could see why he's mad, though, because there's something like 10 seasons in a row. Or, like, since he's been there, they've went the very first round. They've went defense every single round. The only time they went offense was to pick his replacement with Jordan Love. And then Jordan he Love went in there – Got into training camp, and Love starts sucking ass, and then they just they're like, all right, well we're gonna have you sit on the bench and learn from Rogers. And he had a killer season, MVP. yeah, he'd be a killer dude. So I feel like that's what he was gonna do. I felt like he's been salty. Well, he was salty since that they drafted him. I felt like in his mind he was like, I'm just gonna fucking kill this year. Just so they could see what they have before they disrespect me like that. And then I'm going to dip out because fuck these guys. Golly. It tripped it me was, out that, he, what, it that, he's,
0: that that came up out of nowhere after he took the little uh, two-week spot on... The Jeopardy. Play. Jeopardy.
1: There you go. Yeah. They said that's why he wants to do he retires. He yeah, so that like,
0: blew me away. I was like, Man, this guy want to go to Jeopardy already or... You got other things in mind? I took a little poll, and it said, uh, where do you think Aaron's going to land? Packers? Another NFC uh, NFC team? Or an AFC team? And I picked AFC, because for some reason, uh, this team was getting all these motherfuckers, big-name players. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Patriots pick up Aaron Rodgers, Get run rid of Cam the and then have uh, Mac Jones learning from Run of the Greats. Because I tell you, like, I've been saying it to a lot of people
1: <laughs>
0: if the game is about one score away from winning, and Aaron Rodgers is out there, like, trailing one score away, and he has 40 seconds left on the clock, that 40 seconds. And Aaron Rodgers' time is like two minutes and thirty. That, oh, guy, for real. that guy is crazy, dude. Like two, uh, one of the best finishers I've ever seen in the league. So that.
1: Yeah, apparently there's a lot of stuff going on about him going to the Broncos. That was like right before the draft. Mm-hmm. Apparently the Broncos threw up a pretty sick deal for him. It's something like three. He's oh. like, like some like three or four first round picks. That some some didn't work out. This is all like a rumor that I heard. But all like people just talking on the NFL channel and shit. But apparently it didn't go through. Like, I mean, I guess it still could. It just wouldn't be this year's picks. But I don't know. Uh, apparently he, a big reason why he wants to move besides that disrespectful taste in his mouth is his wifey or his fiance. Mm-hmm. Is an uh, actress there. She played in that movie called Divergence or something like that. Mm-hmm. But she, she's like she living in, she's living in Hollywood. So he wants to be closer to California. Houston. Plus, plus Jeff.
0: <laughs> Houston, land of
1: Vegas. They need
0: a new quarterback.
1: Oh, shit. That'd be weird. God, seeing
0: him in a Texas jersey just sounds weird.
1: I can yeah, imagine would... looking at it, I'd be like, man, that just doesn't look right. Take it off. We, we'd have to stop talking about the Texans probably because it'd be a winning team automatically. Why? <laughs> <Boy. laughs>
0: well, I didn't even pick them to win that damn division. i
1: is. speaking about crazy
0: things to see and imagine, you said Jacksonville got quarterback from Clemson, running back from Clemson. Yes, sir. What about this right here? A new tight end, Tim Tebow. You see I've that? I see
1: that. I've seen that. <laughs> what
0: do you think about that? I saw that he actually worked out with the tight end coach over there, but nothing has been said yet if he will get the starting job or not the starting job, but if he'll get a spot on the team. But uh that blew me away. I like Tim Tebow out here working out with golly You're trying to be a tight end
1: <laughs> which you, know, you have the build
0: for it. Like well y'all are always Tim because uh that man didn't really have that arm, but he'll make shit happen on his feet.
1: He's an athlete, like period. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I can see it because he's built like one. He's six foot three, two hundred forty five pounds, and you know, and the way to a look at that too is, I I don't want to put this out there, but it's realistic. So if the QB one goes down and they don't want to mess with Schuster or whatever, yeah, it's got to throw Tim Tebow in there. Schuster. Uh, oh, remember? the mustache man. Yeah, he's this he's still on there, right? He's a yeah. He yeah, yeah. I
0: yeah. wonder how he feels. He's, oh, he got he's that starting spot feet. from being on the bench, I believe. I think From being the second string,
1: he got that oh. starting spot. Who, who did he take? Bortles? He took Bortles' spot? Was that it? I don't know. Didn't, oh. didn't uh, Mr. Mustache take his spot? I
0: forgot what spot he
1: got. Yeah, probably. Probably, boy. Maybe, probably. but yeah. Uh, dude, he's... Yeah, he's, he saw this one coming though. Yeah, everybody saw that one. Even
0: yeah. the fans out there donating to the wedding and then must the motherfucker like, yo, yeah, i will give twenty thousand to a charity in Jacksonville. <laughs> After being in Jacksonville. It's pretty nice, man. Charity probably going to some good I don't know, everything out there was nice besides the little hood place that I stayed in. I thought I was gonna get a knife or something for my watch, but It was it was a nice time up there in Jacksonville. I'll go back. Probably just once. One more time if they had another year event, But yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm saying it on this podcast. If Tim Tebow goes to Jacksonville as a tight end, Aaron Rodgers is going to the Patriots and they're moving Cam Newton to a tight end. I'm saying it right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, just because of the, the, the auto-mix of things happening. Auto-mix of
0: things happening. And when he was in Carolina, he would praise that he always wanted to be on Hans' team. 'Cause he had the best hands on the team. So what he always say, I got the best hands on this whole team, coach. Put me on hands team. I'll catch it. So shit. If that happens, I wouldn't be surprised at them moving that boy to tight end. And then Aaron Rodgers just goes to Patriots. Bill Belichick rings him up, like I Heard you're pissed. Know where you won't be pissed? Here. Come now. Be waiting. Yeah. Hangs up. Come on. Man, man, the little no words, just straight dominance.
1: Yeah, for real. I'll tell you what. Next season after that, you tell me what you want, and I'll I'll buy that wide receiver. I'll buy that offensive. I'll draft him. I'll get you everything you need. just Come here.
0: Just hangs up again. (laughs) Second call.
1: Like damn, this guy's a (laughs) business. I like this man. (laughs) Just tries to call him back. The number's blocked.
0: That was my burner phone. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: damn, this guy's a real G. telling me this. Oh snap! Don't oh, contact Belichick. He contacted you. We'll see, man. That's pretty wild. Man. But uh, there's only a handful of teams. could even go to, man. A lot of people seem to have their quarterback situation kind of resolved or like drafted for the future already. There's not yeah. a whole lot of teams, man. No. Nope. Broncos are one of them.
0: Panthers are one of them. <laughs> Cowboys are one of them. We've got Dak coming back. Falcons another one. Reconstructed Matt Ryan. He's gonna stay. No rookie quarterbacks to worry about.
1: You think the Cowboys would take Aaron Rodgers? Is that what you, what you said? Nah, no, no, no. no. no I'm oh, like they, they got their play. yeah they, they,
0: got, got they got they got the quarterback situation all good with.
1: Yeah, dude. There's just there's a there's more teams than not. Colts. The Colts got Carson. Oh, um, they I can see them picking up Rodgers for the right price to replace God, I'd be pissed. I,
0: mean. I hated watching the Colts grow up just because I love Peyton Manning, but they're just like, golly, they're good.
1: You got a nasty defense Dude. this season. Their offense, we'll see what wins does, but yeah, their defense is going to be nasty, I feel like. The
0: only one I can't really see resolved is uh, Baltimore! Baltimore! I just can't. They got too much running backs on that squad. More than fucking Houston shit. (laughs) They got a running back playing quarterback. That's crazy to me, shit. Hell
1: no. Baltimore loves Jackson, dude.
0: I know. Everybody loves him.
1: But I tell you how I said a
0: few episodes back, I'll never get them words out of my head.
1: He's a good quarterback,
0: but he just chokes in big games. What? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> playoffs are big games, bro. Like you don't want a quarterback that's gonna choke in playoffs. So that's pretty mind blowing to me.
1: What do you see the record
0: being this next season with
1: mm, the seventeen? They game? had what, eleven
0: and five? Mm, I think they're eleven and five. They're pretty yeah, they're pretty high. They should get at least ten wins.
1: I mean that's pretty good though. Ten
0: and seven? That's very good, yeah. Probably the same as us. Like I was telling somebody I was like uh Realistically, Sam Darnold and Panthers would be average to good. Ideally, great, and I hope ideally happens. I could see us oh, yeah. and the Falcons battling for first place. Battle NFC South begins here soon. Dog,
1: yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for some DraftKings talk. It's on me. So I always trip on that when we do
0: this podcast because the description says DraftKings bit of gambling. And it just hasn't been that time yet. We've just been covering usually just UFC gambling, But I'm ready for that DraftKings so talk. Make us better DraftKings. Have a little nice side hustle.
1: Ooh, we,
0: never know. We might get that million dollar ticket. Get
1: that jackpot. Announced it. Predicted right here on the pod. Manifesting. It's been working. Let's, <laughs> Let's go. We're
0: going to you can't
1: wait for the season. Yeah, dude, I think, I think we, we ran through just about every team unless there's some. I don't think I ever completed my thought on the, the Browns. I think dude, I think they're going to be dangerous this year, honestly. I could see them easily being a, pot, a Super Bowl contender. Got they got their first playoff there.
0: win in so long this past season. They're and, or what? Now they got OBJ. I saw a video of it today saying it's crazy that OBJ got a ACL tear seven months ago. And that boy was running 40-yard dashes like one of these rookies right now, bro, just chopping. And then with the whole, which I heard which is crazy with the single digits jerseys. Yeah. I heard they have to, if they want to change their jersey, it's not $1.5 million. You got to buy out the whole inventory of all your old jerseys. Then I guess uh, Dalvin Cook and his inventory is $1.5 million worth of jerseys. Wow. So you gotta buy out your whole inventory if you wanna get that single digit jersey, that's what I heard. I'm like, damn, if I didn't know that, that's pretty wow. I was like, Man, I wonder how much DJ Moore got out there is he was gonna change the number
1: too. No, I hope they put the number out there. Oh, so I just paid two million to change my shit and be like, Man, that boy's selling
0: jerseys. god they just giving them out. Which I could just see happening and just give out old jerseys like here. Fucking take it to a homeless shelter. Take them. Y'all need clothes here? <laughs> get three each, boy. Shit.
1: I'm generous today. I still got five more to go to. They're going to get five each. You just see all the homeless people with the represent of the football teams out there. And, and then how
0: homeless people get a like bad credit and shit like that. So they'll just be like, man, you got his old jersey. And then they just come up with, well, the player actually gave it to me, ho. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Crazy man. Crazy. Here's some change. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that jersey. <laughs> but yeah, we basically covered every not every team, but the main And teams. if you listen to this podcast and we did not cover your team, uh well you just gotta fucking start hitting us up and asking us questions. Yeah. Ask us we're a, booming, or
0: we're a like booming podcast right now. I think we're like hundred and twenty four. In, steady growth, man. <laughs> in the whole world that's crazy to me every oh, time i wow. hear it i'm like damn we started at 200 and something we're up there at 124 one of these days i want to be like logan paul thank you for watching the number one podcast in the world like that's shit car <laughs> <laughs> number one sports podcast in the world shit just covering nfl and ufc news and did you watch any of the UFC fights last night?
1: Definitely not. I was, was, was in town getting yeah.
0: wedding shit
1: done. Busy weekend. So but good. I did see that knockout you were talking about. It was pretty trippy, but uh, that was the main event, right?
0: Yeah, that was the main event. Uh,
1: There's some snoozers I heard the first The few first fights. two,
0: I mean, they had good fighters, but the first two. Marab, hopefully I say this right. Velashivy. Chivalry, I don't even know. He it was uh, it was a good tussle, tussle of uh, wrestling a lot. He he took out Cody Stammon in the Bantamweights decision oh, yeah. then uh middleweights this guy been in the UFC for a minute man Sean Strickland 23-3, won by decision against golly Christiov Jocko. 22 and 5 and then it went to uh. you put this guy on your social media the man with Ben's Instagram the Hulk that guy that like painted his old body green and just be yelling at people's fair? face yeah dude this time this guy didn't yell in nobody's face this guy literally grabbed the man by the neck so like face off happened just grabs him by the neck and pulls him in bro Have Dana White separate him I was like, God, I'd be pissed going against I would this be guy. Pissed. And good. he's a light heavyweight, so weighing in at two oh five at the weigh-ins and shit like that. Just having that grown ass man just fucking Oh man, I'd be pissed. Like, bro, I'd probably slap him honestly.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Like I already know what's gonna happen with this guy. But his what name is his name is Eon Kutalaba. And he fought Dustin Jacoby and this guy I think took him down eight times in the first round. Eon Kutalaba. I don't know if Dustin's punches just weren't affecting him or if that dude just crazy, man. But he was eating his punches like they were nothing. Just eating them. Boom, boom. Then that boy would like flinch at him. He would flinch. Then get hit a few more times. But it was just a back and forth little brawl. Ended up being a split decision draw. So they both got a draw on their record now. Oh, shit. went to the featherweights giga chidaski versus cub swanson who was the favorite cub swanson, everybody thought cub swanson was gonna win giga went up kicked him in the liver just had him in shot boy just dropped down and then he just tko would him just non-stop punches they brought him off and he won liver knockout kind of shit that was pretty crazy oh, to watch yeah. first minute too Liver knockout. Yeah, kicked him right in the liver, bro. And I heard if you get kicked in the liver, your whole body goes into shock. Like, it just goes in like, you can't really even move type shit. You're just in shock. Just feeling crazy. That boy's just straight dropped down to his knees. And then, boom, boom, boom. Knocked TKO. Then it went to, if you have a chance to watch this, if you have not watched this light heavyweight main event, Dominic Reyes versus Judy or Yidi. Prochaska, Cherry, Proshaska. Yeah, that guy has a samurai hairstyle. If everybody, Secret. if everybody's wondering what kind of hairstyle this guy has, it's like legit samurai shit, like from the fucking records, the books, like everything. Like this is like as cultured samurai haircut that you can get, bro. If you have not watched this, it went all the way to four minutes. And 29 seconds of the second round and it was what i was expecting to watch up live at the 261 uh uriah hall versus chris weidman the dude that broke his leg this is the yeah. bra that i was expecting to watch there because there are two new york new york guys and mm-hmm. i was expecting to watch a bra but this guy from uh Zek Republic and then Dominique Reyes from US. Dominique Reyes, I don't know, I feel bad for the guy every time he fights. Ever since his John Jones fight, I feel like he left everything out on the field or on the ring. Everybody, even including me, thought that Dominique Reyes beat John Jones. That's but John, yeah. yeah, John Jones came up in the, in the championship rounds, fourth and fifth, and just dominated him basically. And his nickname for Dominique Reyes is the Dominator. So that goes his first loss. And then he fights for the vacant light heavyweight championship against Jan Blachowicz. Just gets knocked the fuck out, bro. Like, I, I remember watching his nose get punched in. I was like, oh! And then I was like, that sucks, <laughs> bro. Holy shit. Knocked this boy clean. Now I had him dancing. So this was just like, I mean, the guy's still young. He's 31 years old. 12 and 3. And he's lost to some crazy guys, making jitty the third guy he lost to. This guy is about my age. He's 28 years old. This is the only second fight in the UFC. The first one, he knocked out the dude. Second one, fights Dominique Reyes. From first round to second round, nonstop action, J-Benz. Nonstop actions. If, ugh, God, Jerry was just going in on this guy. And then Dominique would get his defense up and start counterpunching. To a mere mortal like me, I would have straight up been knocked the fuck out with any of these hits, bro. Like, I was in amazement. I was like, the chin on these guys is out of this world, bro. God, they're just boom, boom, right to the mouth. I was like, oh. I was just like giggling the whole time, like. God, oh, this is amazing! but like, it was a fight to watch. Second round came, same shit kept happening. Boom, 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 bombs landing everywhere, both sides. And then Jerry got dazed at a point. He even got hit with the upright kick while they're like, like wrestling kind of shit. Got hit in the mouth, bro. Looked like he got knocked out. Fell right on t- on top of Dominic. Looked like he was out. I was like, oh shit, this how Dominique wins? And then he moves and starts fucking knocking this boy like just more bombs. I was like, oh shit, he fucking caught himself. God dang. <laughs> and then it ended up being a tussle in the corner. Planted his foot and hit him with the fucking third spinning elbow ever in the UFC. Knocked out clean cold. The video, stood up dude, stood up, dude, knocked him out, clean, cold, bro. Like, you saw his soul leave. He just falls immediately. Herb Dean runs to him and just like make sure he does not give one extra shot. And that boy got his hand raised by Herb Dean, um, by himself. He didn't even have Dominique Gray standing on the other side. That boy knocked out, sad as fuck. He was just like... And then martial arts is an art. MMA. Oh. So Jerry went over there to the corner. Went on his knees and thanked him for that amazing match that we got to see. It was crazy, man. It was good.
1: That's crazy. 28-3. And,
0: and then this is only second fight. So two of the fights are just in the UFC. First one was against Volkan Ozidomir. Knocked him out in the second round. And then knocks out Dominic Reyes in the second round. So usually when you hear about these crazy new up-and-comers, they usually have first-round knockout power. And they never really, like, go past that. This guy has been around two twice in two fights. Already, his next fight is going to be the winner of Jan Blachowicz and Glover Teixeira. So whoever wins the championship... Is going to fight Jerry next. So that was basically the fight card on that one. Started off a snooze fest and ended up amazing. Had me laughing, had me giggling. It was nice to watch. I think it'd probably be knockout of the year and they've got fight of the night. And it might even get fight of the year because it was like bombs, left and right, counter punches, kicks, had everything in it. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, it looks insane, man. Big old nice beard. Samurai. The samurai haircut
0: haircut was awesome. It just reminded me of some uh, anime shit. There you go. There's also a fight night coming up this upcoming Saturday that I don't really know about. But the dude Dillashaw, got. He's out of the fight with the eye injury. Got cut on the eye with the headbutt. But. (laughs) It ended on this note. UFC 262, which is going to be live in Houston with the whole crowd. Just like I was in Jacksonville. Going to have some good fights, but this is the one that I really want to talk about right here. Co-main event. I've been saying the first five-round co-main event, but it's actually the first five-round non-built co-main event. And it's going to be Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. And this has a potential bet with Mr. J. Bands. You have Javier out there calling you out. $10. He has Leon and you have Nate Diaz. You have an answer to that.
1: What what date is this?
0: This is going to be May 15th in two weeks, I believe. Let's see. Yep, yeah, two weeks.
1: You know, I was going to say I would do my little research, and then I will go look at some stats and listen to some interviews and stuff. But for some $10, I'll go ahead and take that because he's a dog at the same time. And he also
0: said uh, he'll be your bookie if you want it because he bets on anything.
1: So anytime I ever can think of any type of bet, I could just be like, man, no one wants to bet me. And I'll just hit him up. And he'll take that bet. That's what he, t- he
0: told me to tell you. He'll be your bookie.
1: Does he do small increments only, or what?
0: Man, this pissed me off when he told me ten dollars against Jay Bands. I was, I'm telling you, I was pissed, oh, fucking wow. heated. He wants to bet you ten dollars, but when he bets me, it's a minimum of fifty dollars, and it's not even. Uh, I take Leon, you take Nate. Nope, it's all right. $50. If Nate wins uh in the first round, you get fifty of my dollars. But if Leon wins in the second round off of TKO, then I get an extra hundred. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of fucking bullshit prop is this? What the hell? I get I, I was pissed when he said ten dollars against J Bands. I was like, ten dollars against J Bands. This guy literally has bands in his name. But with little ho, the man Hector Montoya out there, minimum $200 kind of shit. What the hell is this bullshit? Had me heated, my god dang. I was was on my way back from about to get on the Houston flight to uh, Midland when I got that message. I was like, I'll let you know what he says, but what the hell is this $10 bullshit? Want to fucking bet a minimum of two hundred plus a profit? (laughs) If Nate Diaz wins by submission, then the bet's off, and you only get ten dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Kind of bullshit. (laughs) Gotta tell that man from time to time. Hell, no, it's either you take this bet with me going on Nate, and then you get Leon. If I win, you fifty. You win, it's fifty. The hell, this prop bullshit but on that fight I don't know man I think to me inside I think Nate Diaz is going to piece the fucking shit out of Leon Edwards cuz after what happened to Jorge Masvidal Nate Diaz is the last true martial artist on the roster cuz he says a true martial artist is someone who hasn't got finished And this guy has never been knocked out. That's crazy. And then Jorge got knocked out, and I was there to watch it. I'm still in shock about that. Fucking what is it? Two weeks later, and I'm still like, damn, my boy got knocked the fuck out. Holy shit. But yeah, it's pretty interesting, man. I think that's gonna be a real Hmm. good fight. A lot of people are sleeping on Nate, but I think he's gonna do it. Gonna do it. Yeah, especially if it goes on the
1: ground.
0: That can happen too, but. I can just see him piecing that boy up where that boy's literally going to go for some eye pokes. Speaking of eye pokes, if that man, Leon, loses by eye pokes, you owe Jay a $100 just for (laughs) pissing me off with that bet, motherfucker. That's the prop. (laughs) That's the prop right there. Special edition.
1: Let let me see. I'm trying to see the over-unders on the... On that, is he mal yet? I see plus three, three twenty five. Take it. I think I might bet
0: if all my funds are good by then.
1: Yeah, I just have six free dollars, and I'm. I told myself <laughs> until I get the wedding, I'm not gonna pump any more money into this. At least the Bet USA until I can get, Ooh. unless I get money off of DraftKings. So Ooh. I might just get the six dollars in there, but we'll see. Six free play.
0: If you want to be safe on the side of betting on that website, ooh, that's bars, uh, five dollars and then just have an extra dollar there, and if you win that yeah, five dollars, you will get like what, fifteen, sixteen, something, yeah, and then you'll have seventeen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and,
1: and then and then if pretty you're not gonna
0: bar. if you're not gonna add any money into it so the wedding type of shit, and you'll just have to watch a dollar in that. Account for a good couple of months, just like ah, oh, can't wait to put some extra money in there.
1: I can't even oh. bet. Oh,
0: you can probably bet on the roulette, make a dollar into two
1: dollars, <laughs> then make no. two dollars in a 50. I would transfer money over from my DraftKings though, if I had it, but. I don't know, because I'm feeling like this year, like I tell you every year since I've done it. <laughs> like, yo, look, this year's the year. Yep. Yeah. I've been getting slowly. You've been getting, just, yeah, you've been progressing better. You've been yeah, progressing
0: on the DraftKings compared to me. I'm only good on the NBA side of it from time to time. But the NFL, I'm telling you, we're going to learn this year. Gonna crazy. It's going to be yeah. nice. Season
1: two, when it happens, still on that's season a, one. That's what I'm saying. Plus, now we can talk out some things. uh Mm-hmm. Like during drafts So I feel like I don't know I just feel like I'm going to have At least one Pretty pretty nice win This season but Pretty good yeah. episode Yes sir Episode like 9 it. Of the Man
0: With Bands Podcast Your weekly Sports forecast And I want to give A crazy shout out Right now I know y'all Ain't listening But I hope y'all Do one day Birthday shout out To The Rock Dwayne The Rock Johnson And one of the best punters in the whole NFL, Pat McAfee. Both share sure. the same birthday today.
1: That's interesting.
0: That's very interesting. That's pretty pretty mind blowing to me. So shout well, out to you, one man. of my best idols I've ever had growing up, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, and the crazy punter who I hear has a great podcast. Hopefully, you get a shout out on your podcast one of these days, buddy. Happy <laughs> birthday! You got any ending comments, J Bands?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got a little something. Um so for episode ten that's kind of like to me and the man we've been kinda of talking about it, that's been like kinda of like a special marker for since mm-hmm. the first real milestone, you know, mm-hmm. it's ten, it's just nice round, it's been been staying coming at y'all consistent. So we're gonna have a little surprise for y'all. The the project is nearing ready and uh oh. it will be it'll, it'll be will for sure. For sure, be ready by podcast ten. So I'm pretty excited. Oh,
0: you got me excited out here.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna next week around this time. We'll be dropping y'all a little some something, something. I would like y'all to go. Uh, the man with bands podcast would love it if you guys checked it out. I can't wait. Yeah,
0: man. I'm telling you. And then everything's been coming up over here on my side. I might have a job by then. So. If that everything goes good and clean and the man's getting more bands, I'm gonna have a surprise out there for a lucky listener. So <laughs> I'm gonna make something something happen out of nothing. And for one of the lucky listeners out there, got a surprise gift coming in the works. But appreciate you guys and gals out there listening. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.